You are listening to PLV Radio Network. Join us in celebrating all of life's possibilities. Well, hello and happy, happy new year from all of us at Transforming Relationships and the PLV Network. I'm Julianne O'Connor and I am your host and I am so excited that it's 2015 for so many different reasons. Uh, that I'll talk about a little bit today. Uh, to begin with, I just want to express gratitude for an unbelievable year in 2014. Uh, I do realize that it came with a lot of trials for many people, and it did come with a lot of uh, insights and successes and a lot of positive stuff as well. And before I really get absorbed by the new year. Uh, I want to talk about this idea of the importance of shedding the past. Uh, this whole concept of forgiveness and of letting go and the importance uh, of which uh, there is that we need to put on that process itself. And, you know, it's a funny thing when you talk about forgiveness or letting go. Uh, there's so many different layers to doing that. And, you know, I, I was at uh, a church service the other day and they did a little sermon uh, for the children about, you know, the analogy around rocks representing the burdens that we carry with us throughout life. And the gentleman who did the, the commentary about, you know, holding on to these heavy burdens and the importance of letting them go and how quickly you can lighten your load if you just forgive. Uh, he had the example of these giant rocks he had brought to the church. Uh, so he had this very big boulder that represented his relationship with his brother and a situation that had transpired with him actually prior, many years prior to that day. And he had still been continuing to carry that burden with him. Uh, and then he had some smaller rocks that he used as examples representing some of the smaller burdens, little things that had happened to him even in the last week or two that he was sort of you know, carrying with him or holding on to. And he had these up in front of the children and it was so interesting and, and so much fun to watch the children's reaction because for the children, it was such an obvious thing, especially the younger children. It was such an obvious thing that it made no sense to continue to carry around this bag of rocks that that in and of itself was this tremendous heaviness and weight that this person was carrying along with them. And to hear my daughter speak up, she was sitting beside me. I went to the front during the sermon um, for the children and she spoke up and said, mom, it's like the lead weights. And, you know, you've maybe heard me share the story about uh, the lead weights and, and how the lead weights represent the burdens and the negativity that we hold on to, um, which is an, an analogy. My dear friend, Jeff Forrest, who is also a host on this network, um, shared with me at one point that he shared with his kid and I have since shared it with my daughter and also written it in my book. And anyway, and so she kind of chimed in. She recognized right away that it was pure silliness. She was like, let it go, let it go, let it go, drop the rocks, drop the lead weights, drop the burdens. And, you know, in the new year, we become highly conscious of the possibility of doing that and yet, by the mere nature of human beings, we have a tendency to still carry things with us, even though we're consciously trying to let things go. And so there are oftentimes processes that people go through to 
actually go into the act of forgiveness and, and actually to, you know, make that a practice to actively let go and forgive and or shed those old skins that have negativity. And, uh, in order to go into the new year and really take in the good, it's such a beautiful thing to go through is this, this idea of forgiving and letting go. And, you know, I have, uh, taken some inventory of some of the things that I myself personally need to let go. And it's interesting because where I'm finding the most disturbances in my thinking, um, really comes from actually worrying about other people's burdens. And so it's as if I have nearly mastered the art of forgiveness for myself when things are done wrong to me uh, or when I perceive them as something that is maybe unfair or unjust. Uh, it's very easy for me to lighten up and let that go. Yet when it is done to other people, I seem to carry this burden with me. And I'll give you an example. Um, literally moments ago, a, a guy that I've known from my past reached out to me and shared a very heart-wrenching story about having been stabbed many, 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 many times and having survived it. And um, he, he shared this happened during uh, the holiday season a couple months ago, and he's been recovering. And uh, it was just this horrendous story, and he shared many details uh, of which now I have to let go because, as you can imagine, these things disturb my mind. Um, that is one example. And, you know, my heart goes out because not only, uh, does my heart go out to the person that this has happened to, but it goes out to all of the family members and all the people affected by it. And it certainly even goes out to the offender who clearly has, um, their own issues, uh, that are, you know, uh, countless, I would imagine. And so then I begin, you know, thinking these things over. And if in the moment I could just let that go, then I wouldn't be carrying another rock or another lead weight with me. But these things, you know, re-enter your mind over and over again, as you can imagine. And it's not just that. There have been many other things. Uh, I was in court just the other day um, to really just kind of chime in on a case where I felt like it was my place to, um, you know, share my two cents to try and help uh, a situation and, you know, again, just um, taking on other people's burdens when uh, perhaps it's not always my place to fix. And, you know, and then I, I could give you just countless examples. I mean, that's just in the last few days. And that doesn't begin to touch on the year's worth of other people's burdens that I have um, mulled over for uh, a long period of time, too long now. And what that does is it reminds me as we go into the new year and I'm going through this process of shedding the old skin and practicing forgiveness and letting go of these, you know, almost imaginary burdens because these are not even things that have happened to me. They're things that have happened to or are happening to other people where I have concern or I care or I care too much or my heart goes out. And what I have to remind myself is that it's not all about me. And... As much as I would like to help, and as much as I do help where I can, there is such a need to remind ourselves that we don't need to carry all the burdens. 
And no matter what your faith is, no matter whether it is religious in nature or spiritual in nature, um, no matter whether your practice is that of contemplation or uh, of prayer or of meditation or whatever it is that you believe is the way to, you know, tap into whatever source you actually know uh, that you get your power from or your um able to, you know, tap into whatever source it is that protects you and enlightens you and, and, you know, you're able to be in touch with, to help you move through the process of life, whatever that source is for you. And it's different for everybody. And in terms of how we describe it, I don't know that it's a different source of energy. Uh, I think ultimately at the end of the day, there could be one source of energy and we all call it by a different name. I'm not a hundred percent sure, <clears throat> or perhaps it's many different sources, but regardless, Whatever your practice is, there is such a need for us to remind ourselves that we need to hand over the burdens, to let go of the things that we're holding on to that are not serving us any longer and certainly not helping other people around us, and to really lighten up, lighten the load, and and allow whatever that other source of energy that there is for you, whatever that is, to take and absorb and discard some of those negative energies because when you let go, it is a funny thing how things have a way of working themselves out. Uh, I've heard so many incredible testimonials about this recently about people who have once the, the very moment that they, you know, made a decision to stop trying to fix something, how suddenly it was fixed. And or the moment they decided to stop trying to change something, it suddenly changed. And so on and so on and so on. And the reality is when you stop trying to hold on to, or I'm going to use this word just for fun, hoard the negativity in your life by continuing to grasp onto it and or to hold on to your story, whatever that story may be for you that gives you some uh, sense of you know, power or control, the moment you let go of that, suddenly you're free and you will find that things have a way of just working themselves out. Do they not? And so as you go through this process of shedding in forgiveness and letting go, then you come into this place where as we move into 2015, you have an opportunity to step into the new you, to step into the new year, to step into the new opportunities and to embrace what will open up before you because you have let go of those chains and shackles and things that have been holding you back. And I understand that this is not an easy practice because I myself am doing it as well and going through the process right now. And it's the new year and it's so exciting when you let go of those burdens and you begin to step into this new place, into this new ground, no matter what it is that you've been through. And you begin to embrace what is. And, you know, there's this idea of kind of moving forward, this forward momentum of stepping into and moving into the new. And then you take and you combine that with the ability to become conscious of your present. And it is like things open up before you in ways you just never dreamed possible. And then you can begin to see 
and connect with the other human beings in your life in such a way that you will transform your relationships and you will transform your life. Everything at the end of the day comes down to being with other people and being in relationships and being in relationships with yourself and accepting yourself. You can't escape yourself, so you might as well know that you've got to accept yourself. And part of that forgiveness process, just to go back a couple steps here for a second as we're talking about entering into the new year, you know, part of the forgiveness process is so oftentimes held and bound by our inability to forgive ourselves. We beat up on ourselves as human beings on so many levels for the wrongs that we do, for the mistakes that we make, for the things that we wish we could be but we're not. And yet, if we could embrace who we are, if we could simply look in the mirror and find the beauty in ourselves, I assure you that when you do that, you begin to see the beauty in other people. And no matter how bad people can be, there's always some beauty that can be found. No matter who they are, no matter what they've done, there's always something good in everybody. And a a very um, fun, wonderful little practice that I've used for helping myself to forgive other people, uh, and there's many different ways of doing this, but one of them for me has been, uh, and, and maybe this is because I love children so much that this has been a very easy way for me to tap into my ability to forgive, is that I imagine all people as the child or the baby that they once were. And so when somebody does something wrong or they're negative or they're just simply angry or frustrated or hurt or rude in line, I always come back to saying in line because it seems like that's so often where we see it or we experience people's rudeness when they're driving. And when we witness that, if you have the ability to imagine the person that is being rude or the offender or the person who's committing this heinous crime of negativity, uh, if you can imagine them as small children, you will see that they really truly, regardless of their intent, have some good inside them because they've all been small children at some point. And more than likely, those people who continually behave badly were at some time treated badly themselves and have not figured out how to forgive themselves and have not figured out how to let go of their past and or that or they have chemical uh, imbalances and sometimes it's it's more medical in nature in terms of why people behave certain ways. Um, I've, I've been fortunate enough to be exposed to several different uh, very interesting characters, um, people who are going through a lot of different things for a lot of different reasons in recent weeks. Um, Everybody from people who are dealing with uh, the discrimination surrounding their gender choices and or their their own um, sexuality. I've uh, been exposed to people who are going through um, and or dealing with judgment for, uh, you know, acts that they've committed or crimes that they've committed and or, you know, stuff from their past that has come up. And uh, I've also witnessed some discrimination uh, regarding race. I know it's hard to believe that anybody can say that in this day and age. Uh, But of course, as we all know, it continues. Uh, Discrimination is one of the biggest um, hurdles that we need to still overcome, which just 
you know, amazes me, but it's still there. But if you really think about it on any level, we all discriminate because we see people doing things and we pass judgment for whatever reason. And maybe it's not about race. Maybe it's about the fact that we think that they're a poor parent or, or whatever, a poor family member or whatever it is. And that discrimination thing, if we could let that go and we could start to see the child in everyone. Uh, some other people use different kinds of practices where they imagine somebody naked and now they see them as vulnerable or they imagine, you know, that, um, you know, that they're able to say everything that they really feel about this person to them and that they switch roles and then they're able to forgive. And, and there's so many different practices around forgiveness. But as we move into the stepping in uh, part into the 2015 uh, with a very intentional focus on transforming our relationships with other people, it's critical that we let go of all this old negative baggage and we open our hearts to the possibility that everybody is going through something. And so when people do things that are wrong, we may not be able to um, put our finger on what it is or why it is that they're doing it, but you can be assured that there's always a reason why. It certainly does not make it right. It just makes it so. And when you begin to accept that people behave the way that they behave because they have their own things that they're dealing with and you don't control other people, <coughs> then, excuse me, suddenly you will begin to embrace other human beings and begin to see good in them regardless of who they are. Now, I'm not saying you have to spend time with them and I'm not saying you have to like them. But what I am saying is that it becomes a different life when you begin to open your heart to other people in relationships and or you begin to open your heart to strangers and it's because number one, you have let go of your own baggage and number two, because you fully, completely accept yourself and see the beauty in yourself and then you will begin to recognize the beauty in other people. Everybody has something to offer the world and it is true that we are all dealt different sets of cards, right? I mean, we're all dealt a different hand. And I count my blessings every day because I know I'm blessed. I know I'm lucky. My husband and I kid around that we're, oh, we're so lucky because we've heard other people say it about us. But the truth is we count our blessings and we continue to invite more blessings into our life and call it blessings, call it gratitude, call it um, you know, the gifts that we give and therefore we receive or the gifts that we receive and therefore we must give. And it's all cyclical. It's all connected. And all human beings are connected. So if we could just stop and go into 2015 in a place where we raise our consciousness to just how connected we all are as human beings, uh, you know, I want to just bring this up for a moment as kind of a side note. You know, we all talk about um, spiritual stuff or energy or God or connectedness and all these dif different things. And one of the things that has, be you know, been one of those pet peeves that I've had to deal with in my lifetime for, for a long time until recently when I was truly had uh, the ability to put it into perspective um, is I was really frustrated by people saying that their way was the only way in religions especially where a church would say that their way was the only way and so on and so forth. And what I realize is that their way is 
the only way for them perhaps at that moment in that time and and that is okay it is absolutely positively not my job to go out and spend time trying to prove why my way or my belief system is the right way that is not my intention that'll never be my intention on this show it is not about convincing people that I have the answers because I know above all other things that I do not have the answers and I do not know. But what I do know is that it is my intention to understand other people and why they believe that their way is the only way or why they believe their their path is what it is. It is my intention to embrace and understand and have gratitude for other people's ways not to convince them that mine is the way. It is to have understanding and appreciation for other people's ways. And by having that shift in my thinking from what I used to do, which was try to convince everyone that my way of thinking was a better way for some reason, uh, when in fact it was not, you know, we all have our rituals, do we not? And rituals are a beautiful thing because it reminds us to have a practice of something, whether that is yoga, whether that is church for you, whether that is a particular religious book for you uh, or a particular religious way. And, you know, everybody's brought up in different cultures and different families and exposed to different ways of things being uh, and different rituals on how to tap into source energy or or God or love or uh, kindness or all the things that our eternal themes, you know, that, that are forever ongoing. Uh, so we all have our ways and our rituals of doing that. It doesn't make other people's ways wrong, but what, what makes a practice a problem <laughs> is when we try to prove our way is the only way. I am absolutely okay with the invitation for people to invite others to learn about their ways. And I think that's a beautiful thing and everybody and more people should do it. Uh, they should not exclude people, they should invite people in. And that too will help transform people's relationships. But I know for me that the path of illogical unhappiness comes from trying to convince other people to see my point of view. It is not about my point of view. It is about my understanding of other people's point of view. And although you could say one thing and to a hundred different people and a hundred different people will hear a different, you know, thing, a hundred different ways. Um, you know, it's still of service for you to invite people into understanding your way of thinking without the need to convince them that it is right. And so as I go into 2015, I invite you to open your hearts to other people's ways as well, because the more you can let go of your need to manipulate other people into your way of understanding and the more you can just choose to understand others, then suddenly you will start to see transformation of people who begin to want to experience the happiness and the joy and the lightness that you're experiencing because you have gratitude and understanding and appreciation for others. That brings me to my last point, which I slightly mentioned in the middle of the show here already, which was that once you've stepped into and you begin to carry into this momentum as you go into 2015, whether it be with your goals, with your, your choices, with the people who you choose to surround yourself or whatever it might be. 
I want to just invite you to make it an intention to be more highly conscious this year of being present. Uh, I say this, and this is so, uh, in my mind, such a, a wonderful way to live for the for this reason. As we begin to move into the year and we start back down our road of routine, if if you might, um, you will begin to see how you start to get scrambled and pulled right when you think you're focused, right when you think you're refreshed. You begin to get scrambled and pulled and sucked back into everything from social media to your own itself of whatever it is that wastes time, uh, including television, including whatever. And some of that, I, I realize, can be meditative at times, and some of it, there's always a place for everything. So, you know, don't don't get me wrong. It's not to say that I shun it. And it's not to say that I condone it, um, condemn it, or, or otherwise. I'm, I'm not picking a side. I'm not saying something's right or wrong. I'm saying it just is. However, as you begin down that path or into your journey into 2015, I invite you to just join the, you know, the ever-growing, you know, consciousness. I'm just going to say it as that. The ever-growing consciousness where people are beginning to become more present and aware of their power to connect with other human beings, even energetically. And I invite you to just make it a practice to be present as you begin to do the things that we do, which are everyday doing things, whether it is your shower, whether it is work, whether it's driving a car, to begin to open your eyes and your ears and your your senses, whatever senses that work best for you, and you'll begin to see that the other senses come to life when you begin to heighten your awareness to everything around you and you start to see the beauty and you begin to begin to expand your consciousness and your your um your perception of everything in your space it's it's a beautiful thing because you know one of the places where i've taken this in as a practice is when i when i actually go to an audition so if i go to an audition and and this is you know they teach this in acting classes and auditioning classes that when you go in to a room, you can audition to the camera, you can audition to yourself, or you can fill the entire room with your energy. And nothing has to be done to do that. So as you walk into a room, all that needs to happen is that you need to be aware that there's actually a back corner to the room. And it's not just the camera, that, that the room doesn't stop at the camera, the room doesn't stop at the director, but the room goes beyond to the back corners of the room, and even more so into the building. And then beyond that, it goes to the space surrounding the building, and then the city, and the state, and then suddenly the country that you're in, and pretty quick you're around the world, and you begin to expand your consciousness out into the universe, and you realize that there's more than one universe, and then... You have brought yourself into a, a time and place where you're fully present, fully aware of more than just what you brought in on your mind. <laughs> and it is a completely different experience. And everybody watching, watching you or witnessing your performance and or your connection or whatever it is that you're doing, your work, 
your interactions, whatever it is, everybody will notice a change in you. And all you did was simply shift your awareness. And it's a phenomenal, beautiful way to live. And if we could all make that a practice more often, then um, your life will, will, will truly change, I, I assure you. And your relationships will positively be transformed. I want to invite you this year to just go out there and have an amazing year with the ability to be conscious, aware, to practice forgiveness throughout the year so we don't pick up those rocks and burdens along the way this year, and to just truly be present to the gifts that are given to you on a moment-by-moment basis, to truly be uh, have gratitude for what is and to truly just be okay with what is. And as you do that this year, uh, I just want to invite you to come back, tune into Transforming Relationships again. If you'd like a guest on the show, I'd love to invite you to be a part of the show. If you have a, a relationship story that has really astounded you or something that you think would be a gift to others that you'd like to share, please email me. My email address is spelling it out at yahoo.com. You can visit my website at spelling it out dot com or spelling it out for your man dot com. My new book, Spelling It Out for Your Career, will be out shortly, and you can uh, subscribe to my newsletter on the website, spellingitout.com, and get updates about that new book that's coming out, and certainly um, stay tuned into the show Transforming Relationships on the PLV Network. Happy, happy, happy new year. I'm so grateful for all the listeners and for all my friends, my family, Um, I just want to welcome you into 2015 and say thank you again so much and for all your support this year. I'm very, very excited and I look forward to talking with you next week. Thank you again for tuning in.